19. Ah, oh, my leg! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Oh, boys, it is good to be back. It's been a few weeks. Can't wait to get caught up here. Uh, folks, you heard him chime in on the intro there. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Achilles, a.k.a. Boys Bernardi, Houston, Texas. Boys, how are we doing today? Uh, doing good. Football's in the full swing of things. I will say um, some of our things have been accurate, but um, Jets continuing the longest streak in the NFL without making the playoffs. Bears aren't too far behind me. Bears are not far behind you. We're, we're going to get into all of this in a second, uh, but let us first introduce our third co-host from Naperville, Illinois, Davey Football. Dave McBoy, how we doing? What's up? We only missed a, you know, a quarter of the college football season because someone had to go on a nice trip. I hope everything was beautiful. Everything looked beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Everything. You see the sights? You love the sights? Love the sights. Drank all the wine, ate all the food, Couple mixed in a couple cannolis. We got to get some of that Italian vino from Benny's, though, because you and Dave Sr. were absolutely crushing the picks while you guys were over there. Is he still there? Oh, no, he's back. He got back on Saturday. They lost his luggage coming back, though. But I Come said on. I said to him, hey, the good news is, like, I, I think we can still go get you a bunch of College World Series t-shirts next year. It'll oh, be okay. 100%. Dave, I heard that. I heard there was some luggage by where they found that F-85 jet it's, in South Carolina. He, he, Dave Sr. actually ejected from the plane early. He was sick of flying, and he was like, you know what? Fuck this. And they found it next to the F-84 or whatever. Hey, the hell it is. Crazy coincidence. At least he just had his luggage lost. I, I spent the night at JFK with the rest of the creatures of society. And let me tell you, there's nothing, so that hum- there's nothing that will humble you more and make you realize where you stand in society based on how you act when there's adversity in an airport. I swear to God, the people watching was amazing. Um, I almost lost it twice. Did you, on, did so you like, download? How long, were, how long were you in? How long were you there? And then did they board? Did you board a plane and did they deboard you? Um, well, we're we're overseas for twelve nights. Twelve nights. Um, we got back. We had plenty of time in between our connecting flight. They just kept delaying it, delaying it, delaying it. And then at midnight, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna we're, we delayed it till eleven a.m." I woke up at three a.m. on the floor. Actually, actually, I woke up at one thirty. Watched the rest of the USC game. Made, made sure I hit that parlay. Um, and then uh, at like three, they announced that it was canceled. So we're like, "Well, what the fuck?" So at three o'clock, then you just got in customer service line and you know figured it out. So uh, never boarded the plane. Just a lot of delays, cancellations, and I rebooked on a different airline and ended up getting getting home the next day. Thankfully, we're here. We're back. Back. Yeah, in that Dallas. sounds horrible. That's- are we actually going to go, like, actually, we actually go, gonna go every week now? Because we said that during our last one, and we were giving out futures at that point. We will. We we will. I'm going to be the. I'm next week. I'm going to be not, live. Not next, week, not next week though. What next week? I'm going to be live from Denver. We're gonna we're gonna record not live next Tuesday night from Denver. The following week, I'll be live from San Diego. I'm going to be Mikey travels the next couple weeks here. Is that so, it's good travel though? It's not like we're yeah. stopping a strike. Your no. UAW doesn't affect you. No, no business. Hey, we're t- we're we're turning over onto some some very favorable comps right yeah. now. Too much it's, too much football to talk about too to go into the UAW strike. I'm so, I'm yeah. really sorry about that, Blaze. We have to cut you off. Too much, too much. But hey, boys, you mentioned the Jets. Aaron Rodgers tears his Achilles. I think everyone's heard that one by now. Um, they're abysmal. The Bears are abysmal. I I I like. Have we outcoached or overcoached Justin Fields to be a bad football player? Um, I, I can go first. I think this is the Bears tanked last year. It's kind of a fact they did. And when you tank, you create bad habits subconsciously. And what happens with Fields last year, he's got the yips because he's afraid he's going to get hit every time. But I think the biggest thing for me with this team is how the hell were they not playing every single preseason game? This team, this coaching staff has accomplished absolutely nothing. And they've done that this year going forward. I feel there's still some. Uh, potential for fields, but man, he just looks completely lost right now. And the thing is too, is Caleb Williams has said specifically the way the draft plays out, he might stay in college another year. Is Caleb Williams really going to go to the Chicago bears and go, Oh yeah, we have the McCaskies and this Eberflus guy who talks about this hits thing he does while he has Lincoln Riley coaching him up, which will be a huge downgrade wherever he goes. There is mass chaos going on in Lake Forest. This, this is where right I got it. This is where I got to interrupt. 
That's right. I got to interrupt. You're, what you're missing is Lincoln Riley is also going to be the coach by that point too. Just bring them both. Who cares? It can't get any worse. The bear between the Bears and the White Sox and the Bulls and everything in the city. It's it's terrible. The Cubs are sell, blowing the playoffs. No, I, sell, so this is a sell thing the too. White Sox. Sorry, I blame the Bears them. organization, but this Bears fans in this local media every single year get fucking boondoggled, snap food, tricked into believing that this is the year. And after week two, who thought when we this were declaring was the year, Justin though? Fields MVP? Mitch Trubisky declared MVP before a single snap started. They don't make the playoffs. Justin Fields declared MVP before this season starts. They're 0-2, and they're already ready to move on. Bears fans do the do this to themselves every single year like clockwork, and it's just hysterical to watch from a Jets fan who's been beaten down and just realizes that bad things happen. I completely disagree with you. Usually, I, I think you're right. We're delusional about wanting hope and joy and not being allowed to have it. But at the same time, I don't think I talked to a single Bears fan that thought the Bears were going to be good this year. It was hoping against hope that Fields was the guy, and he's clearly not the guy. Whenever anyone asked me, I always said, what do you want me to say? I got to believe that he's the next coming, or else what am I even doing this year? That's my only choice is to hope yeah. and think that he's the next guy. Okay, otherwise, so like, otherwise, what? Am I just going to be like, I'm not watching the Bears at all? That's the okay. whole point. They stink. We know they stink. They have I think going into this won. year, you were hoping to win. You were hoping to win six or seven games, maybe eight. I didn't like that win total. We talked about that. They have not won a game since October 2022. They oh, play, it's abysmal. You got to you got to hope Bay that it's two top five with picks. Jordan Love, and they play Tampa Bay with Quaker Mayfield. I'm just saying, you're starting 0 2. The team looks incompetent. Like, and you can't tell me that there was not local media hype around Justin Fields being a MVP and the Bears actually being a potential playoff team For with sure the brutal was. schedule, with the easy schedule they have. For sure, there was. I agree with you there, but I'm not going to like sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, I thought the Bears were going to win it all this year." That's insane. Yeah, that's blasphemy. Yeah, I think we could all agree they weren't going to probably even sniff the playoffs. To D- Dave's point, maybe eight wins. I think that was the ceiling for this year. At but most. once again, I'm sorry I'm beating a dead horse here. Every single team in the NFC North lost week two. The Bears oh, are yeah. one game back of first place. Like They're not out of it. Yeah, I you, know. want to, you want to talk saying, you can't take You can't tank this season with how easy the schedule is and how bad your division is. Bears only one game back. Only one, one game, game back. back. I'll be, I, I could be delusional like the best of them. But one game back, Dave. One game back. Hey, before we left, um, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna dig something up that we didn't put in the in, in the notes here. You guys talked about a game at Illinois. We we're gonna do some like orange out or something, orange crush. How did that turn out for you? Well, they Can forgot I... about the uniforms. If you if you read about that, yeah, Merrick. Oh. So there was actually a supply chain issue because the UPS was on strike and they lost these orange jerseys the football no. team was going to wear. So that's why they lost. But oh, they no. delivered them to sh- they, they delivered them to Tampa Bay instead, and the Bears fucking wore them <laughs> last week. Is that right? Is yeah, that Mer- right? yeah, Merrick. Yeah, Merrick. Two FedEx say, orange. Um, I'll say this: this bear, this Illinois team has been disappointing with the metrics, the coaching. It's been very inconsistent. I will say their schedule gets a lot easier right now. Arguably, we could have played three top 15 teams thus far in the season, and the Big West is wide open. I think last Saturday, this game was for the tanking, but we turned the ball over four times. And you, when you turn the ball you over were, four times, you can't win. You were disappointed in, in the season. I still think we make a bowl game like the Motor City Bowl, but we're not going anywhere. We're not going anywhere this season, unfortunately. Me and Dave I, were wrong. I, I I'll eat crow I, on that. I, I was wrong. I told you not to bet the over on this team. I said under on the total. I said I wasn't going to touch it. I still believe in him. Lost way too much on defense. Luke Altmaier turns the ball over like it's going out of style. That's all there is to it. We'll see what happens this week. You got Florida Atlantic. Should be an easy win. You got a couple easy wins left on the schedule. Six, seven wins isn't out of the question, but need a lot to happen. Yeah, yeah. a lot to happen. Um, fellas, any other highlights for us to call out before we get to the brass tags? Let's get to these picks. We are red hot free picks on Instagram last week. Went five and one, technically six and all. If you bet it like blaze before it closed, but (laughs) who's counting? We're red hot on the freebies. We're going to give out some more freebies here in a few minutes, but fellas, again, any, anything we missed in the last Last handful of weeks. You want to breeze through it real quick on all the the notes that I put in there. Um, Colorado, Colorado, fade them until you're blue in the face. Nine point five million people stayed up till two a.m. in this country. That's unbelievable. Great for college football. Great for college football. football. It's just it's just the better in me that doesn't like him. I don't hate Dion either. They just slap you over the face with it. It all started week one when they they won. They beat TCU 
And then you had a standalone Sunday game and a standalone Monday game. And that's all they talked about was Colorado. It's like, I get it, but they're not that good. Uh, Brian's Ferentz, Brian Ferentz, his contract, keep betting Iowa against the shit teams because he's going to run up the score. They that touchdown with three me. seconds they left boned fourth me. and goal. Fourth he and goal. What he's Are doing. you Merrick, me? Merrick, what's your thought Oh, my on God. That? Him, him, bet him and bet um, the Penn State. Because uh, Franklin's going to do the same shit. Unbelievable. Did you see the I fake video, by the way? That shit. What a fucking, what a move by him going forward. Did you see the fake video, too? The Wait, which one? The fake video of Brian Ferens. We're going to have to send you it, send it to you. Oh, please do. He said they're going to run out of stepladders in Iowa City because the uh, critics are going to have to climb out of his asshole. That was a fake video. Like, we'll we'll send it to you. It wasn't real. And all um, the older guys in media fell for it. It was pretty good. I know. Brett McMurphy left it up. He didn't even delete the tweet. Um, family of the program status, 3-0. We got dicey. We just need three wins the rest of the way, or four wins the rest of the way. That um, Ole Miss cover last week was dirty as hell. Against, they've, had uh, two, they've had two backdoor Billy covers. The last oh, yeah, Tulane the week before, too. Tulane the week before. Yeah, I know. Talking about people that know the spread, Lane Kiffin knows the spread. I like them this week against Alabama. I don't have them on my card, but I, I would bet them if I had to. Uh, family of the program looks good. Orioles 60 to 1. Everyone needs to be an Orioles fan for me. And Blaze, your Cubs. Oh, well, you're not a Cub fan anymore. Uh, they're 2 and 8 in their last 10 with 12 games to go. We were hoping they make the playoffs. Be are they out of the playoffs watch. right now? Uh, they are currently tied for the last spot. Playoffs are a little bit different this year. We can talk, a, do a little bit of a brief playoff overview when that gets here but yeah we, we need everybody in on the we need everybody in on the orioles i, I don't even want to know how much money you have on that 60 to 1 but no I, it I was hope. only it's only 25 bucks doesn't matter though it pays out 1500 bucks let's go i under, that's what i'm start saying like, I, I, that's amazing yes I'm, some, pull, I'm, I'm pulling for you yeah we're gonna have to start uh, hedging it we've got we've got guys the best week of college football thus far week four here let me let me just run down some of the games and then you guys can stop me and start start dishing out some picks we have what eight top 25 matchups colorado at oregon ucla at utah Ole miss at bama um we've got iowa going on the road at penn state not to mention we've got ohio state at notre dame those last two games are at the 630 slot um, you've got a handful of other really, really good games. Oregon State, Washington State, the Pac-12 has, what, eight ranked teams right now? I think it is. I mean, we've got, again, a stacked schedule. Clear the schedule on Saturday. Better be in front of a TV watching football all day. Boys, I'm going to start with you. Give me give me your first kind of two picks here. Who do you like on Saturday to start off the slate? Yeah, I, I can do two games. Um, we'll do spreads first. I, I like Michigan minus 24. Um, you know me. They're 0-3 against the spread so far in the season. They're uh, J.J. McCarthy throwing three picks last um, week against Bowling Green. Part of the course with this kid. Absolutely hilarious. Guys like Joel Klatt were ranking J.J. McCarthy ahead of Caleb Williams this year. Just absolutely comical with this stuff. But Rutgers, their first game going out of Piscataway. They've played a schedule just as easy as Michigan. They're going to get absolutely beaten down in the big house. Can't see Rutgers scoring more than six points. I can see this game being 35 nothing, 42 nothing. Michigan minus 24 easy. And then I'm going to go Texas A&M minus 7.5. This spread should be at least 10. Auburn is not good. They should have lost to Cal. I do not understand this line. Texas A&M has the bodies on the offensive line and the defensive line. Auburn's offense is nowhere near as good as Miami's. Texas minus seven and a half. It opened at eight and a half as an even dropped, which I do not understand. This Auburn team is not good. Jimbo Fisher is still overrated, but he's let the reins to Petrino call the offense, and it's night and day. They're putting up points. Their defense is there. Give me Texas A&M minus seven and a half. Those are my first two to start out the Saturday slate. Wow. Two yeah, favorites. Man. Call me Uncle Mikey Jr. I blaze. I saw the same thing with that Texas A and M. It opened at eight and a half and moved down to seven and a half. I don't understand that whatsoever. I talked a little bit about it in our last podcast a couple weeks ago. That I don't like Auburn. I don't like Wisconsin early. Auburn actually has played pretty well, but I, I don't think they're for real. No, not at all. I not like that all. play. I just I can't. I can never come to terms with betting on uh, Texas A and M. Yeah, you I bet, can. I bet, I bet against them what week one or week two when they lost to Miami. In Miami, that was that was enjoyable to watch. Everybody suffer. Uh, 
from College Station. That that was that was enjoyable. Um, Dave, what, what what do you got to start start the day? All right, Saturday? let's 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 talk about my uh, fade the dustbins play. Um, part of why my college betting strategy is always finding the worst teams in the country and just fading them until I'm wrong. You're going to be right more often than you're wrong. Um, the, the first play I have is Southern miss is it was, I got plays. I got closing line value on this one. Uh, I got him at minus six It's now up to seven. I would take this thing all the way up to 13. I might do an alternate play on it against Arkansas Agreed, state. This, the Southern miss team's good. They played a brutal schedule. Arkansas state. It might be the worst team in the country too. Period. End of sentence. Uh, the other one that I like is UNLV. I actually bet it at three when it came out. I thought this was going to go way up. Um, you know, that UTEP were my boys a couple months ago or a couple years ago. I should say they stink too. They were one point underdogs against Northwestern and got blown out of the fucking water. I think this team just completely stinks and doesn't have anything. Uh, UNLV isn't good, but I'm going to take UNLV minus three, two and a half um, against UTEP. Those are the two easiest ones. And the last one that I've got on here, you guys will see it on my card against uh, for the, the, the weekly pool. You can't bet it here, but I like Minnesota given the points at Northwestern. I think Northwestern still stinks. They've kind of put it together, but we'll see what Duke is. But Northwestern got destroyed by Duke. They'd beat up, they'd be up on UTEP, but I still think Northwestern probably stinks. And Minnesota's due for a little bounce back here. So three fade the dustbins. Dave, I I put three of the three fade the dustbin plays. Now, granted, I've been on two of these teams all year. Um, UNC and Wake um, are are again fade the dustbin plays. But another talk about another team that's bad, Iowa State. My God, they are a, an atrocity. Shout out to Mullen for for giving me the the Ohio play. Um, they snuck that one out against Ohio, Iowa State, but Iowa State is just a terrible team. Talk about a team turning the ball over. Um, I mean, even look at that Iowa game. I think they turned the ball over three times, uh, maybe four times. Granted, that's a, a pretty stout defense there, but um, they're they're playing Oklahoma State at home. I don't see how you don't bet Oklahoma State. I think the line's two and a half. Three and a half points. Um, I would take it at at shit. Even if it goes down to one, I would tell you. I think Oklahoma State's going to be get, going to win outright. Um, Wake, Oklahoma State, UNC, fade the dust, fade the dustbin parlay. Uh, three teamer, Dave. Three teamer. Is that it? Three teamers are the new two teamers. Look, we've been we've been a lot more selective on the two teamers this year. That's that's been that's been helping us out. That's why we're wait, that's why we're waiting on a fucking tracking number for Dude, these Grand Rapids. So far, so good for me on football too. I've been really responsible with my units. I've only been taking shots when I've been up money. Things have been pretty good. I've gotten a little bit lucky on a couple of these like parlays on mainly with the NFL, but overall, it's been really solid, really really quiet. Not nothing too crazy yet, but um, Southern Miss might be my play of the year right now because I think that Arkansas State's that bad. Wow. Play of the year. Uh, the I, more I, I look at it and the closer I get and I see, keep seeing that money in my account, the more I'm like, let's just throw a little more on it. But it's moving up to seven. I just got to calm down and take my six and move along. Dave, you and I have been a, a fan of this guy, and I think we actually needed him last week. You mentioned uh, Tua Tug Me How Are You's brother, Talia, um, over there at Maryland. What do you think about this Maryland line at Michigan State I is Michigan State like an absolute dumpster fire now with these Mel Tucker allegations? I like I know we didn't cover that earlier in the show, but like I mean, Michigan State got blown out. Granted, it was a it, a really good Washington team. I'll, I'll talk about them more in a minute. Um, but uh, do you do you do you take Maryland here? Well, that's the other side of it. You already said Washington might just be really good. Gun to my head. Hope you're standing behind me. I'm taking Maryland in this spot, but probably a stay away from me. Blaze, thoughts on this? Thoughts on the Mel Tucker situation? Is is this program up for grabs? I saw M- Mark D'Antonio is coming back. Didn't you know his daughter? Confirmed. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you now? Yeah, I take a pass on this one. I don't know what's going on, but um, Washington, I think, might be one of the best teams in the country. No joke. <laughs> um, they look really good. But uh, yeah, Michigan's a dumpster fire right now. I think that's just a stay away game. And Maryland's been known not to always get up to play these games. And I don't really trust their um, head coach, former line. I offensive coordinator over a seven, and a, over a touchdown favorite. Seven and a half points. I'd buy it down to seven, but yeah, gun to my head. I'm, I'm still, I'm probably staying away from it. I'd, I, I was just curious, just kind of looking, seeing the line. I'm like, Ooh, home dog. 
Can, can Pro- we programs really, on fire? Really quick on Mel Tucker too. Can we just talk about what a fucking dumbass he is? Idiot. Yeah, I don't. So, let's not get into details, but it's pretty simple. You make seventy. You have seventy million dollars guaranteed. You shouldn't be doing this with someone who is a speaker on behalf of rape victims. And that's all I was going to say is when when the when it first came out, I opened the article on Sunday that it came out, and the first line I read was he was Mel Tucker said, "Oh no, I totally did that, but it was consensual." It's like, so you did do this? Like you're an idiot. You're an idiot. What are you thinking? Anyways, that's all I have to say about that. Like he didn't even deny it. He was like, "Oh, I totally did that," but she was into it. Not smart. Not smart. You should have done that. What other what other big big games you got on the card? Yeah. So um, this was one of our shout outs here. Like we called Notre Dame plus eight at the beginning of the season. It's down to three. Tommy Reese left South Bend in shocker. Their offense is absolutely amazing, and he's gone to Tuscaloosa, and it's absolutely a mess. Another thing our podcast called, and my God, do I love the Tommy Reese hate going through my Twitter timeline every <laughs> Saturday from Bama fans. Guy's an absolute tool. He only got a head coaching job because he looks like anybody, any white male coach's son in college football. Nick Saban made a horrible decision. Might be one of the worst coaching decisions of all time. But anyways, Michigan, um, but I'm sorry, excuse me, not Michigan. Ohio State, Notre Dame. This is going to be an absolute dogfight. Two really good defenses. Ohio State's defense is not talked about enough about how good and improved they are from the past years. I really like the under in this game. It opened at 54. It's at 54 and a half right now. Keep betting the under, even if you get that steam. You're going to get people in the public think Sam Hartman is going to be putting up five touchdowns. That's not the case. The other under I like, too, is FSU and Clemson. Florida State was in Boston College last year. They were not paying attention that game. They were out with three starters. The weather was horrible. It's going to be another low-scoring game. This is at 56.5 right now. Keep betting the under on these two games. They're primetime games. People are going to want to bet the over to get some action. But really, it's going to be a quick game. Ball is going to be moving. They're going to be running the clock, and they're going to try and win with defense. Those are my two games. And then my last one, I got a tequila tequila Sarkeesian special. We're just like going on a tequila bender right now. Highest of highs, Texas beats Alabama. 3 a.m., 4 a.m. comes around. We're a little hungover, taking a nap. Texas, Wyoming. Texas survives, tied in the third quarter. They end up winning by 21. Now we're at the part where we're on a 20. This is hour 25. We're still drinking. We're driving home. The car's going to crash or get pulled over by the cops. Give me Baylor plus 14 and a half. Moneyline, Baylor 490. Things get weird in Waco. I'm not I'm not talking about the Colts either. I think Baylor wins this game outright, and Texas is not back. And Sarkeesian once again fails Texas and their fans. Wow. What a hot take. That is a hot take. I can't believe you have a money line. Tequila Sarkeesian will never get old to me either. No, that's awesome. I can't I believe it that. hasn't gotten it hasn't picked up yet on my Twitter and social media. The the social media tw- uh, presence that is the Southside Guys Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that would be my big upset one. I think that's an interesting game going out in Texas. Will be fun to watch too. Honestly, I haven't gone out for a Saturday college football yet down here, so I got to experience that this weekend. Well, you get your get your best gold ring out, polish that bad bad boy up, so you can fit in with the rest of them, boys. I I'm, I'm on this Tommy Reese thing with you this Alabama quarterback situation is an atrocity have you heard some of the rumors that they might have just completely benched Milrow this week just to like Tommy Reese shut the fuck up have you heard about this okay so I I haven't heard and I want to hear but I think it was fascinating they were playing in an absolute monsoon and their best running quarterback was on the sideline the whole entire time like I don't get it so I'll let you talk because I have not heard this but I will believe it 100% no, the rumor is that it's a it was an easy game, and on paper it should have been a really easy game for them. I mean, you're favored by 34 and a half, right? And it, Saban apparently was just so fed up with hearing about how they needed to start uh, Buckner that they were just like, fuck it, you can do whatever you want this game because we shouldn't lose. And now, if you notice his press conference this week, he came out and said, Milrose our quarterback moving forward, and that's it. Oh, so, th- okay, so I heard something that, Milro didn't take didn't do well in practice after they were opening the quarterback competition but this makes way more sense of what was going on because this Buckner guy he lost him the game in Marshall he threw three touchdowns and five interceptions in his game played in Notre Dame this guy should not be a division one quarterback he probably is going to transfer somewhere next year like JT Daniels but he's absolutely horrible but yeah I can't see Saban letting Tommy Reese be calling plays anymore 
No. Did it? Isn't JT Daniels still playing? Is yeah, he no, at like San at, Jose State? He's playing at Rice, and they're really Rice? good this yeah. year. They, are they good. beat Houston. They're two and one. They got Ed McCaffrey's kid, Christian's brother. Yeah, he's a Tom, receiver. JT Daniels is playing really well this year. He, who knows? He could be a Jet sixth round quarterback pick next year. Oh Jesus! Stop it, Dave. Who who else you got on the card here, my man? I got all the big games left. Um. A couple things. One, Ohio State against Notre Dame. I I cannot, in good conscience, bet Notre Dame at, at that spot whatsoever. I'm going to take Ohio State minus three. Same thing with these other two. I think these other two teams, even though they're favorites on the road, I think they're just better teams. So I want to bet the better team. Florida State, I think, is better than Clemson. So let's just bet Florida State. Clemson stinks. I think Clemson Clemson's really bad. might stink. I think they really might stink. They've been bad for a little bit now. Let's just take them. Uh, Oregon State minus two and a half at Wazoo. That's the battle of the leftovers. That's a leftovers bull. And uh, shout out Mike Mullen. I hopped on it with him. He said he likes Oregon State to win the Pac-12. They're going to win the Pac-12. They're going to have to win this. I took Oregon State at 12 to 1. Dark horse playoff team, in my opinion. Um, They got a really good defense. I think DJ's kind of back. So I I really don't know what Wazoo has, but I think Oregon State's a really good team. So these are all short lines with teams going on the road. I'm probably going to go two and one at best, but I just can't stomach betting the other side of any of these. I was weary on that on that Florida State play, but after after watching them last week, we were on them and should have known better. The fucking red bandana game, Boston College gets up there and you know actually actually shows up to play, um, which you know I think actually Florida State had a shot at covering in the second half, but then they gave up that 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 scoop and score uh fumble recovery for six and then and then it was game over. So um Dave, I, I don't I don't hate that one. I'm not on this Ohio State game though. There's boys I I don't hate your your under your under bet though. I it's a at all. it's a you gotta bet the game type game. Right. Like you're not right. gonna go out there and just be like I'm just gonna enjoy good football. No, you gotta have action on that one. It's prime time. Isn't it prime time or is it three o'clock? Yeah six thirty BC. Okay. So it is the prime time game. Yeah um, pet- Penn State Iowa's got that got that ABC game. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Iowa 14 and a half, Merrick. I think I don't see how you don't take the points. Yeah, I agree. I don't here. see how you don't take I think the points. You look at Illinois defense; they figured something out last week, and Penn State runs a pro style offense. That's where Iowa thrives in, and their offense is still a mess. I can see this game being like 17 to three. I don't think Iowa's going to get um, kind of bombarded on the offensive side. They'll be able to hang in there and keep this hostile crowd pretty calm. 24 17. Oh, guys, you heard it here first, boys. You heard it here. So you, you like the over, too. No, no. It's, it's at 40, like 43. Mary. It's 40. It was at 40 when I saw it. 40? Let me Ooh, hear. Wow. I've got I've got DraftKings up. I'll tell you what it is. Ooh, I, th- I, I thought it was like 43, 44. That's why I was going. You kidding Ooh. me? I was going to do that on their own. Might yeah, be tw- it's, it's, it's 40 even. 2017, hot guys. We're going we're, we're gonna to kick a last second field goal. Tory Taylor has been electric fucking punting this year already, by the way. I know he hasn't had to do it a too, too much last week, but he, he yeah. got some punter hype last week. Though. He, oh, dude, the whole crowd was going nuts. He's, he's, he put the one. he's the I best punter. I can't fucking believe that, that Western Michigan didn't cover that game. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. You gotta be bleeping me. Ugh. Um, boys, I've got, I've got two heavy favorites, which shocker. Um, you, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna, I think, and I think you guys will like them. Uh, OU. Um, they're going on the road to Cincinnati, uh, minus 14 and a half. You got to buy this down to 14. Um, Cincinnati just lost, uh, to Miami, Ohio. That tells you, uh, how their season's been starting, but that offense has been pretty balanced this year. Uh, Dylan Gabriel's thrown for almost a thousand yards already. They're actually running the ball 60% of the time, uh, compared to just, you know, dropping back and, and throwing it and swinging it around like they have been historically. I, I, I love OU here. Um, they've, covered i think i think they're three and oh against the spread don't quote me on that um but i love them and front of the program pick washington we were talking about them earlier they've been great all year they're a legitimate squad they're at 21 and a half i think you buy it down to 21 uh michael Penix jr dominating he's got what 12 touch on pick not to mention two and look i know they they played a, a, a weary michigan state team but at the same time, that that pass protection has helping him, and that's going to help him stay healthy throughout the course of the year. He's only been sacked once to start the year. 
um, which is is part of the reason why I love him. And, and two, he's completing 75% of his passes. He's distributing the ball evenly. Typically, uh, and again, I'm sure we've, we've seen this historically, there's one or two receivers that they love going to. He has six different receivers that he's thrown a touchdown to so far this year. So, again, the even distribution across the offense, not only a good – uh, good mix of run and pass too. I think they're throwing it 60-40 versus the other way around um, on that OU play that I like. But anyways, I like Washington. Buy it down to 21 instead of the 21 and, and a half. Um, and they're going to be at home against a dog shit Cal team who at the start of the year we said is going to be terrible all season. So that's my like pick of the year so far. Um, I'm, I'm going to put a, a, a few units on this Washington game. No doubt. Did you bet Penix to win the Heisman at all? I didn't. No, I didn't take any Heisman. I didn't take any Heisman bets. I did. I did see. Uh, I did see Portnoy's play on. I think it was before last week's game on Hartman. What fifty was it? Fifty to one. This is a huge game for him. Yeah, this is big. That this probably determines if he's going to potentially win the Heisman. Um, do you guys have any action? Are you going to bet that Colorado Oregon game? I wish I would have bet Colorado minus 14 and a half last no, week. No, I'd stay away. I'll, I'll say this. What's really going to bug me though, is we're going to see all these people on Twitter show that they bet like Oregon $5,000, but they're not going to show the tickets the first two weeks where they bet they absolutely hammered TCU and they absolutely hammered Nebraska and didn't win anything. It's 21 points now. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a correction to what it should be because I think people are starting to realize that the magic's not quite there for this game should probably be twenty four and a half in my opinion. I, I can I agree. Like, I think it's still probably too low, but I'm not going to touch it. I've been wrong in Colorado, no matter which side I've bet so far. So I'm out. And this is this is the thing too. Like Colorado is a very well coached team. You don't see them false starting. You don't see personal fouls. You don't see holding. They're a very well coached and disciplined team. I think what these college other college coaches are going to do one, because they're scared of Dion because he's doing something nobody's done before is rebuilding a team through the transfer portal, not culture. And he's kind of empowering these players where usually it's the other way around is you need to do what I say, or you get out of here. So these coaches, they're being threatened with their livelihood and how they, and what they're going to do. They're going to try and run the score up on Dion as hard, Dion as hard as they can. So I think Colorado is going to lose a game like 75 to 14. And this could be the week. You think it's that you, you think it's that big of a blowout? I mean, Oregon's good. Don't get me wrong. I've been on Bo Nix on, on the right side of Bo Nix a few times already this year, but gosh. I, I just think the thing is they have the bodies up front that Colorado doesn't have yet. And like Dion is gonna get some monsters in the portal this year, next year. He just doesn't have them yet. And they're just gonna get broken down and they're not gonna be able to hang in the third and fourth quarter. One hunter hunters out too. Right to that point, dirty hit. That was a dirty hit. Go ahead, Dave. No, I was just going to say to that point, like, I don't think Colorado's played anybody yet. I think TCU stinks. TCU SMU battle. battle They've already won their win total that was projected for this year. The season's a success, and it's great for college football. I'll be watching no matter what. Yeah. Mike, I got a couple couple games that I'm surprised you haven't talked about. Well, really, only one spot. USC first half at ASU minus 28, 20 and a half. I haven't won a first half bet since Bama week one. <laughs> Are you done with the first half? I'm done with first half bets until you're betting too big of favorites. Did you have Georgia last week? No, I didn't take Georgia. I learned right. my lesson. Just I learned my sure. lesson, and you know what I did? I told Mullen I'd never bet Alabama first half again. And you know what I did? I went back to the well and I tried it one more time and I burned my hand on the stove again. And guess what? You burn your hand twice, you don't go back. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Two more dustbin fades, too, that I'll give you. Uh, Arizona is up to 11.5 against Stanford. Stanford's program might just be done. And uh, I like UL Lafayette uh, at Buffalo or at home against Buffalo. Buffalo is also one of those teams that might be among the worst in the entire country. Yeah, I was on them in the parlay last weekend, man. They can't stop it. Oh, my God. Liberty fucking killed them. Yeah. How do you guys watch that quality of football? We didn't watch quality. It was just a bet. What is that, the American Conference? I was watching Illinois and Penn State, and I was checking my phone. Yeah, I had Illinois-Penn State on the big screen, and then I had I was cycling through on ESPN Plus on the other one. We had a two-screen Ma- two setup. You have to stream one. McAvoy, your setup on Saturday was absolutely to die for. The fact that you still had one screen visible from, from the throne, a.k.a. the shitter, 
was absolutely amazing. Rachel was losing her mind that I did that. All you had to do, it's set in the perfect spot. She was like, you cannot see the TV from there. And I was like, come look. And she came and looked and you could see the TV from there. I was like, I told you, what am I going to do? Just quit watching football because I got to take a quick fiver. Did she sit on your lap while you dropped the boys off? Or yeah, what? it was Jesus. something like that. Exactly. <laughs> it was, we got a little, little, little Blumkin. What do you know? I don't know. Okay, Lauren Bobart. <laughs> Lauren Bobart? Bobart? Lorena Bobart? How, however you say her last name. Oh, my uh, God. That was her first a, date, too, a, by the way. Jesus Christ. Giving him a tug me. How are you at the theater? All right. Let's jump to the NFL. I, I've got two plays, Dave. I'm right with you on one of them. Um, yeah. NFL is so hard to fucking predict sometimes. I, I think it's way easier with with college. But I've been betting player props and touchdown scores. It's been going pretty well. All right, all you right. got to get lucky on those two, but it's been. It feels like I don't know. It just feels like you've got a little bit better of an edge because I feel like the books haven't quite caught up to those lines yet. Boys, Jets, Patriots, Patriots are in the Meadowlands, uh, coming to the Jets, and they're two and a half point favorites. Are you getting on your boys? I am. This line makes zero sense. I was I was riding my bike today after work, and I'm thinking about this game, and I'm like, if Mac Jones was on the Jets right now, would they be any better? And the answer is no. The Jets are a more talented team on the defensive side. They have more offensive talent. I can see the Jets winning this game like 10-7, to 7, and that's all they need to do. Just keep on winning games. Don't lose games at home. They'll still have a chance at the playoffs. That's what they need to do. Their season's not over until they lose at home. I know they've lost seven straight games in a row at to the Patriots, but that win against Buffalo showed a lot about the culture and how hard this team fights. I think they're going to be able to win this game, and they're going to put Patriots' season in a coffin at 0-3 to start the year. They are a different team at home because when they when they came to the great state of Texas, they rolled over in the second half. They could not do anything. Dallas is really good, but, Blaze, the real question I have for you is odds that they trade for Kirk Cousins. Um, I think so. So this is my theory. So the the pick is called – it's a conditional second-round pick they owe to him because it's conditional on the premise of the end of the season. So it's guaranteed to be a second-round pick because Rodgers is going to play 70% of his snaps. So they'll still have a first-round pick. What they need to do is the Packers to waive the conditional, and then the Jets can trade their first-round pick for a guy like Kirk Cousins. Honestly, I saw Gardner Minshew play in the Houston Texans game. Dude looked absolutely great. I would throw in a third or fourth round pick for him and bring him in there. That's a guy they need. Manages the pocket well, talented, has good pocket presence, will be able to get a really along really well with that locker room, which Zach Wilson still does not do. I would take either of those two guys, but I think Zach Wilson's rope is getting shorter and shorter as this season's going to progress because you just can't waste this talent. I was going to say, Gardner Minshew did look pretty good, and he's – He's a good locker room guy to your point, but he's good with the media too. Yeah. Now, granted, he's got a little bit of a different style, right? Then I'm sure the New York media is going to be used to, but uh, I, I think I think he would take well to that locker room, boys. I agree with you. Yeah, I'd I take agree. Jacoby Prasad too. I, I, I'm still in the consensus that this is not Wilson's team. They're just they're just behind him right now, but behind the scenes, they're definitely having the gears working, trying to make some calls and figure it out. The season, you can't piss the season away. Defense is too good. Defense is too good. Cowboys Garrett Wilson defense. too. Garrett Cowboys Wilson defense. too. Oh my god, boys! You got the Broncos too. Talk to me about this. I'm. I was thinking about being on the other side of this, but then I talked myself off the ledge. Why? Why are you? Why? I why last week. You know me. Broncos zero and two against the spread. Dolphins two and zero against the spread. Denver is due. This could be Russell Wilson's last game as an NFL starting quarterback. Broncos are going to throw the kitchen sink at this game. I just think it's going to be close. This is a line. Vegas knows something. Broncos lose the game, but they're one and two against the spread. Especially if Waddle's not playing. I think they just lock down, lock down Tyreek, and it, it becomes a little bit harder for Tua to, to, to swing, the, swing the rock around. I don't know. But yeah, this is a game you don't bet until like 324 because you want that line to move to seven. Yeah, I'm with you, boys. Dave, what about you? Um, I got a couple plays out here. The the first one that you guys saw on the board. Did we talk about this one yet, Mike? Uh, Chargers Vikings. I'm taking the over there, no matter how high it goes. I'm with you. Uh, no matter how high it goes, the Chargers have no defense. The Vikings have no defense. They both have good quarterbacks, and they're going to throw up points. I think that thing could. I would bet that thing all the way up to sixty. It'll never get to sixty, but I legitimately am going. I'm betting the over on that. It's going to be super high. I'm going to take the over. 
Um, the other player that I really like, I've got two other plays, but the only other one I really like is I'm liking the Titans getting three at the Browns. It's a weird in-between week for the Browns. The Titans rushing defense is among the best in the NFL. The Browns aren't going to be able to run the ball at all. And I don't know if you watched the end of that Monday night game, but Deshaun Watson does not have it. He's He doesn't have it. Um, I, I'm going to have to drop him in a couple fantasy leagues. Uh, I'm going to take the Titans plus three. And then the last thing I'm doing is it's a it's a line that reeks to high heavens, but I'm going to take it anyways. Give me the Packers minus two at home against the Saints. I don't see the Packers losing their home opener. Yeah, especially after that loss last week. And that's that's actually that, that loss, Dave, is why I'm taking the Lions. Lions are at home against the Falcons. That Cinderella story down in Atlanta ends this week. Uh, look, I... I think the I think the Lions could have easily won that game against Seattle. I think if you look back at it, and I, I know this is probably called out a lot in the the Detroit metro area, but that holding call on Aiden Hutchinson that they missed on that game winning touchdown that was to brutal. Rocket, that was a brutal call. That was a blatant hold. Um, now, look, d- does that mean that you know they they still you know? It, potentially win that game. Probably not. Look again, that, that offense for Seattle was, was pretty dialed in on Sunday, but I, I liked the way the offense looked for the lions. Um, and they weren't just going to, to their big guns, which was great too. So I like the lions minus three at home against the Falcons. Again, I think the Cinderella story ends for the Falcons and, uh, the, the lions come out on top there. I think they win this game by 10, 14 points pretty easily. Boys, what else you got on the card for Sunday? Um, I'll take the Bills minus six and a half. I still don't believe in this Washington team. They beat two really bad teams, the Cardinals and um, also the Broncos. I think the Bills are going to blow them out of the water again. Short trip down south in the northeast. Give me Bills minus six and a half. And then I'm going to take the Bears plus 12 and a half. This game reminds me a lot of the time when the Bears looked like absolute dog shit. Then they went to New England, had a great offensive game plan, and they ended up beating New England as eight and a half point dogs. I don't think the Bears win the game outright, but they keep it closer than the Vegas expert thinks. I think it's a touchdown game, and Fields actually shows some shows some stuff. He's able to run the ball, and the Bears are kind of going to dominate possession here, but their defense just can't hold up. So moral victory for Chicago Bears fans right now. And once again, they're 0-2 against the spread. They're due to cover. So we're going with the their due theory. Yeah, What's so their due theory. That? So my question is, guys, you have Brandon Staley as your head coach, Tommy Reese as your offensive coordinator. Who do you put in your defensive court? Who do you have as your defensive coordinator to have the worst coach team in all of football in 2023? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Ryan Poles is also the GM. Is it, you want the worst defensive coordinator? I do. Uh, I don't know. What's Rex Ryan's brother's name? Rob, but I think he's a defensive he's, assistant. He's not bad, though. I don't know. Who do you have in mind? I have no idea. I was saying the Bears defensive coordinator, to be honest, because those guys look still like absolute dog crap. They should have drafted Jalen Carter with this stuff. I mean, yeah, but. No, I was just joking. But, man, Brandon Staley, that guy is the worst head coach since Anthony Lynn, who is also the Chargers head coach. Those guys just can't figure it out, and they have all this talent. It's just fascinating. I feel bad for Herbert. What do you got, Mikey? I don't know. Do you have anything else for us, Uncle Mikey? No, no, I don't. I don't. Those are a lot of good picks. I'm excited for this weekend. There's gonna be there's a, I mean, Saturday is yeah, Saturday's the day. Yeah, it's it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. Um Illinois at home against FAU should be a W two thirty. FAU's quarterbacks out for the season too. This is a must win. Must now. win. Must oh god! It's, you don't like not even that early. for real though. It's not even a can't lose. It's a must win. It's a must. Yeah, lucky to be Toledo. Toledo's a good okay. MAC team, but Miami Ohio. You said this earlier. Miami Ohio is actually a pretty good MAC team too. Yeah. I gotta give credit where it's due, Mikey. Hey, and I will we... say, I'm holding out a line. I'm holding out hope for line eye football because I firmly believe Toledo, Kansas, and Penn State are all top twenty five teams. We didn't talk about this Ole Miss Alabama game. Ole Miss is getting seven points. They're in Tuscaloosa. The last time they won in Tuscaloosa was, what, 2015 when they handed Saban his first loss and like, I think, ever in Tuscaloosa. I'm still taking Ole Miss there if I have to take somewhere. Oh, gun to my head. Yeah, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking Jackson Dart in that offense. Yeah. Did you guys see, and, and, and I got this from another friend of the program, um, that, that – 
fucking Lane Kiffin's already trying to play mind games with with the media, and and who's calling the defensive strategy at That's Alabama? Nice. Oh my god, it's so good. I read up on it more after I found out about it. Again, inside sources, FOTP. Um, but after I read up on him, like this, this, this Lane Kiffin guy, he's something. Speaking of FOTP, a game that we're going to be watching at five thirty, whether we like it or not, Wake Forest is four point favorites at Georgia Tech. Again, borderline must win. I know we've already got three wins. We need to get to seven, though. You kind of got to win the games that you're favored in, or else you're going to be hoping for an upset. Georgia Tech hasn't figured out their new offensive strategy, though. Like they. They they went from what running the option. I think this is what year two that that they're spreading it out and running more of a West Coast offense. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't figured they they haven't quite figured it out yet. But I I mean Dave too. Sorry to go back to Lane Kiffin, but did you see he posted on social media for National Girlfriend Day? And did you see the absolute rocket ship that he posted out there? No. Well, you oh for, people God. forget that Lane Kiffin's only like what. Mid-40s? He's at mid-40s, yeah, but this girl, I, she's not a day over 24. And anytime, again, heard this from the from the front of the program, apparently anytime his, his, his ex-old lady comes into town, he basically tells her to get lost and, you know, her, her and the kids come still stay at the house. That sounds um, like a win-win then. Yeah, I guess so. Family man and gets the fun. Are we but, doing a podcast next week that we can talk about the Ryder Cup, by the way? Yes. 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 I'm just making sure. I'm going to be live from Mile High, and sure. I might be a Mile High, if you know what I mean. I have um, no idea what's going on. Uh, I can bet I'm le- looking- Mike, you can bet legally there, too. Really? So place yeah, your bets. Yeah, sign up. So sign up and place your bets there. Oh, by the way, you don't even have to sign up. Do you know how fucking easy it is to bet in another state if you're already on the book? You click a button. I oh, you, just, when I- you just change the state you're in? All I did was I went when I went to Boston, I wanted to bet the Red Sox and Rachel's like, well, bring it up. See how hard it is. I thought I was going to put in all my info and everything. I bring it up and they're like, is this you in Boston? I'm like, yep. And they go, okay, we switch it to Massachusetts for you. God, Texas sucks. Texas sucks. Texas not back until they legalize gambling. Yeah, they're going to be the last ones gambling and weed. Yet you can drive from Dallas 45 minutes north of the border to Oklahoma and you can get both for a very low price. Do you got to go to the reservations or anything? Uh, to gamble, yeah. You go over there to the Windstars. Or, uh, Everybody in Houston goes to Lake Charles, Louisiana because it's right over the border. Yeah, or Choctaw. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm looking. I keep I keep going through the slate on Saturday, and like I like a side in pretty much every game. So I, we can, we I can like, see how dangerous it gets. It's it's bad how good I feel I'm seeing the board right now. Like it's it's. Scary. I made that I made that mistake last week. I thought it's, I found it, but I went like I I, I went about like five and eleven. It's not scary. five and eleven. I went like five and seven. Just it's not scary. Good. Just did okay. Hey, I'm twenty. I'm ten in the first three weeks of our pool. Have you been betting those? You've been feeling good. I I have been betting a a good amount of them. Round Robin. Hence why I'm fucking waiting on a goddamn tracking number. Um, He's probably just busy. Yeah. You know what? It's because I pushed my payment terms out last year for fucking 120 days. He's fucking with you. Okay, Merrick. Yeah, that probably. There you go. What what goes around, what what comes around, goes around. around. Yeah. Yeah. What are you staring at my get for? Okay, state. That's we need that one for the uh, win total too. Give me them plus three and a half. Florida International home against Liberty. Give me ten and a half there. Eastern Michigan. I'll give them six and a half. Why not? Florida International. South Alabama plays. South Alabama plays Central Michigan too. Central Michigan is in the running for among the worst teams in the sport. Oh, they're bad. They're bad. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I believe. I think we got some decent picks. I got. I I really could use like an eight and two week. You guys got anything else before we? No, looking forward to the Ryder Cup. We'll discuss that next week. Shout out to Jordan Spieth, child number two, but pretty selfish to have a kid while the whole country is going to be rooting for him. So we'll see how that works. That's fucking. Do you? There's no way you're betting on America, right? No way in hell. I was going to say there's no way you. Dude, it was plus one eighty five in July. They're plus one twenty right now. The Europeans and five. Team USA's favored. Yes. That surprises me. I don't like that. Dude, those guys have been there for a month. In the BMW Championship, five of the guys in the Ryder Cup finished in the top five. They are playing really well right now. Right now. Yeah. 
I like that they they took uh, Aberg too. Agreed. He should have. He cool. was in the final group last set. Last our boy, Sunday. our boy Sepp Straka is on the team. We yeah. can he's talk a about bit, this He's a gotta, big boy. Georgia you Bulldog. Got, you got a lot coming up too. That you got good football on. You've got baseball playoffs coming up. You've got yeah. That's gonna be my first first four digit bet. Um, in September. What's that? Probably Europe. I like Europe a lot to win that thing. I don't know. I can't believe that it's. What are the odds on it, boys? That's They're plus short. 120. They're plus 185 three months ago. Wow. That's about right, though. It should almost be a pick. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, though, I don't. I can't tell you the last time they draw, but it's not straight up. So if it's a tie, I'd lose. <laughs> That's. Can you bet the three-way? Yeah, but it's like 12 to 1. It's not even worth it. Ah. I, I, the, when push comes to shove, though, I'm not going to be able to bet on Team Europe. I'm, I know all your boys are on that team. I'm betting Team USA. Yeah. It's also well, the guys in Europe are so much more likable than the Americans. That's half of it for me. Well, and just yeah, the dra- a- just the drama that's ensued with how Zach Johnson picked the team. I mean, it has a lot of people probably a lot of Americans probably looking at placing a bet on the. That's Europe. what I'm saying. Like, if you want to unite the country and have this whole team on it, you pick everyone <laughs> from Texas and Florida. Why don't you take Keegan Bradley from the Northeast? Why don't Matt you take Dustin, Why don't you take Dustin Johnson? Agreed. Because Dustin Johnson went to live, but he went five and zero in Wisconsin. Justin Thomas went three and two, but we don't talk about that. It doesn't fit the narrative for the PGA yeah, journalist. I, I think I think that was a fucking bonehead move on Johnson's part, but Zach Johnson, that is for not picking DJ. Are, are we going to get Chewy on in a couple weeks too to talk some hockey futures? Oh yeah, oh sure. Get him rumbling. Get him going. Get the boys going. Maybe maybe we'll get. I mean, just yesterday, just a couple days ago, it was Jeff Kubiak day. Thirty six days till puck drop. Oh, that's true. Oh, it's 26. No, he's 36. Is he 26? He's 36. Uh, I don't know about that. Mikey. Go sound tigers. All right. Whatever you say. All right, boys. Good seeing you as always. Good catching up. Sorry it took me so long to get back, but uh, we are back. If anyone's back this week, it's us. A uh, lot of great picks. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll catch everybody next week. Good luck and happy gambling. Peace. Don't you cry no more.